podcast. Movie movie 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. Episode number, I think, 77. Um, but anyway, it is I, Tiggs, your host. Uh, and it's been a while. Um, obviously, there's some, there's some rust on the gears, but there's also a rust in here. Hi, I'm Tiggs. Oh, shit, I am rusty. Uh, I'm Russ. I'm Russ. I'm not the host. I'm that other guy. We got Alex. I, Robot. <laughs> and with me on the couch in the studio live is Peter. I, Joe Cooper. I mean, I'm Peter. <laughs> <laughs> we are nailing it tonight, guys. Uh, and we've got the longest list of movies we've ever had uh, to talk about tonight. So, so you just... know that's going to be fun. So it is 7 o'clock now. God, I hope we finish by 7 tomorrow. Just, just a quick heads up, there might be some Avengers spoilers, so <laughs> we say pause, as, it, pause it now. Yeah, seriously, we actually have it on the background right now. Go to your nearest red box. <laughs> yeah, it says the bonus features at the end, that's what I'm like waiting to get to. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, good. Yeah. So we've started talking about it, which means I was, I was so rusty, I almost didn't say this, but we need a rust down... For Avengers Infinity War. And I'm so rusty, I forgot that's a thing we do. <laughs> so what I'm currently doing is I'm going to the page that says Avengers Infinity War, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to feed the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. Or, you know, half the universe. Yeah, half uh, so, there's so much about this movie that's already been said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how I saw it three times. I saw it three times. You saw it three times. Takes. I am. Uh, you saw it three times. <laughs> I'm rusty too. <laughs> Russ, oh, how Lord. many times did you see it? Uh, well, since it's a fucking dick measuring contest, I saw it twice. So I guess I have a smaller dick. Alex, I've got the smallest. <laughs> I saw it once. All right, that's fine. Um, um, we have it on right now in the background. Yeah, it's but the, released so, today. So for that, like the biggest thing, this movie's two hours and forty one minutes long, something like that. I believe so. Two hours and twenty nine. So oh, two, no. oh only two twenty nine. Oh, Russell's okay. dick gets a little oh, bigger. Sorry, that's yeah. Uh, yeah so it's two twenty nine. It feels like an hour forty. It feels so fast. It moves so quick. It is. I, I rarely go to the movies and don't check my watch, um, and especially when there's a really long movie. Uh, at 2.40, I, I feel like I should have checked... Or 2.29, anyway. Sorry. I should have checked my watch, like, four or five times. I oh, Zero yeah. times. Bo- uh, all three times. Yeah, like, Blade Runner last year made was in the top five yeah. movies for me. And I checked my phone at one point. Yeah, I, I think I did as well. Um, I checked my phone for Superfly, which is an hour 20. <laughs> I was... Yeah. I was on my phone for Mr. Superfly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this just flies by. It's so perfectly put together in terms of uh, <laughs> exposition, uh, more uh, emotional scenes, and the action. And it's and usually movies that are so disjointed with people being in literally different galaxies, um, it f- doesn't feel like it's stopping and starting at any moment. 
Like, uh, yeah. I, I think it's so very different from something like uh, The Two Towers, which I think is the worst of the Lord of the Rings movies. Sure because that movie that. feels like... A million years. Yeah, and it just feels like every time movies. they jump to a different group of people... It, it is more disjointed. Yeah. yeah. And you would, I would just be like, oh, right, here we go. It's going to get super boring again. Like, Yeah. Well, I think the smartest thing this movie did, and the thing that I was most nervous about going in was um, Thanos is the protagonist of this movie. Right. And yeah. I think I'm happy that they did that because they've only given us little nuggets and little Easter eggs about this guy for the last uh, nine years or so. That's not enough. Like, I need... This movie has to be focused on him. We know these heroes. We know everything yeah. about them already. Yeah. I don't need it from Captain America's perspective. Right. Give me Thanos and then everything happening around him. And it's it a much better framing device. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, Alex. Whoa. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so it's like, it, it's again, um, I mean, to echo everything you guys are saying, it's, it, for me, this, you know, it felt like Avengers 1 again yeah. um, in terms of like, that feeling of just like not be able to stop smiling and like yeah. the they lean on everyone's strengths like the having the guardians and thor do like the awesome comic relief um you know giving well, i guess everyone has a little everyone's funny in it so yeah they always have <laughs> but no one feels out of place funny like where it, it's yeah know, with some event comics you know the writer of that comic can make all the characters sound the same, but each one of these characters still feels very, you know, true to what they've been built up and as in their own, you know, uh, franchise. Yeah. It, 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 and have any of you guys gone back and rewatched Age of Ultron? I have to imagine. Yes. The oh, I have. Really yeah. Show. The week after, I, I rewatched everything. Um, I don't super hate Ultron as much as you guys do. It's, uh, it's it's, it's not good. It's bottom five for sure. Oh, easily. Um, and I'm glad that, like, you know, Civil War bounced back a lot oh, yeah. for pretty much being another Avengers movie, but this is, like, it, it's crazy that the hype, like, it, it lived up to it. Yeah. And I, I know there's there's been, all right, we're, let's, it's, it's been out for a while. We're going to talk spoilers um, throughout this whole thing. So if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, go see it. Talking uh, spoilers. And fast forward a bunch, I guess. I don't know. Um so there's there's been a lot of like uh, there's been talk about about people being less enthused with it because it's so obvious that the next uh, sequel like everyone's going to come back or at least for the most part everyone's going to come back and we all know it so how can this have any gravitas? But I, I feel like Marvel's always been so safe and everything that they've done they've always been focused on the hero and giving you the happy ending at the end of the movie. And this is the first time where they just said, like, no. And so you're not expecting it. You know there's going to be a part two, but you feel like there's going to be hope. And in here, they just remove it all. And that's why it works so much. And that's why it was so surprising. And that's why it, it earns the years and years of buildup that we've been seeing yep. Thanos and being, like, inter interested with him. Well, even though, like, as you said, like, you know that it's all going to get erased or yeah. redone. Or everyone will come back, but... It's they, all hearsay. they sell it enough with the characters that they feel without hope. That's, I think yeah, that, that's exactly. the difference. Because it's not like the movie ends with Captain America being like, 
well, let's go fix this. Yeah. We have to, like, we're going to. And it's just, you know, they're not running towards the screen about right. to go on their next mission. It's exactly. Like everyone feels the exact weight that they should in that moment. Yeah. And then I think, yeah. the, you know, it, even though there's not really that much hope in the after credit scene because it's still a shit show in that yeah. city with every, everyone disappearing and even Maria and uh, uh, Nick Fury do as well. Uh, and we just get the the pager, which just sets up another the next film. film. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't feel like hope, right? It doesn't it's fix just a reference, but ev- everything feels so dire, especially because it's a character none of us have seen, right? Yeah. So we don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah, and that's what I think it's 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 in the hero shot for Thanos isn't him sitting on a throne that's going to get taken from him. Like it's not like I'm the king of the universe. I've won. Like look at look at my kingdom. It's he's just like. I'm done. I did it. Yeah, I'm and sitting he's got down. Like a little smile, and there's no hope yeah. for any of you. What you guys want? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so we paused there good. because everyone yeah. kept trying to like uh, come in. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, go for it. Oh yeah. So sorry. Um, no, I was just gonna say that. Uh, you know, in so many of these movies nowadays, uh, each one is just a advertisement for the next in a lot of ways yeah um and this you know this really is just setting up that next one but but man like it does it like you're saying it does that so well and it like the characters there feel the stakes and like every action set piece is amazing yeah like i don't know this is going to be a hard one to knock off the top and, of the list. Yeah. and i think like the smart the smart thing is like the way this like the way this movie ends all you can, all there is about the next movie. We always kind of know what the next movie is going to be. Like there is just wild speculation yeah. about the next one because this one ended in such a, hey, you're all fucked, and and there is no very easy way out. There's a couple ways out that you can imagine from the comics, but right. like I have no clue which way they're gonna go, and not knowing exactly where they're gonna go. Is really refreshing. Yeah, that's it. That's so, it. if you haven't seen this movie that came out in April, see it. Yeah, I mean, this movie made how much did this movie? Like, it's insane, right? It, it I think it's in two. It's, I think it made the two billion worldwide club. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Incredible. I feel like. Does anybody else have anything else to say on it at this point, or should we just go to the next one? Let's move yeah. right along. Yeah, all yeah, right. Because I can't find anything like bad to say about it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because I think that's because of the pacing. Like, I don't have an issue because I can s- sit down and watch this two and a half hour film at any time. Yeah, because it. I don't. It just. It just moves. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of moving, let's move on to our next film. So, Russ, can we get a Russ down for? Let's go with Deadpool two. Man, you really. Ooh, the good because that's what I want to. Uh, Deadpool 2, directed by David Leach. Foul-mouthed mutant mercenary Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, brings together a team of fellow mutant roles, rogues to protect a young boy with supernatural abilities from the brutal time-traveling cyborg cable. Man. This movie fucking rocked. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. I think it was yeah, marked yes. perfectly. Yeah. Uh, to really sell that, like, ten-minute sequence. Oh my god. That you think you've just been waiting for because the whole well, the whole marketing of this movie was like X Force is coming. Yeah. X Force is coming. 
And then that, that whole sequence is so really short. Really not, yeah. <laughs> and so funny. So fucking funny. The cameo in that sequence is amazing. Yeah. Um, just everything about the the movie was was from from like the beginning. Like it, it does what Deadpool did, but it, like it amplifies it. It brings it to the next level. It takes it like where you think it's gonna go. You know, it it just like basically subverts most of it. And the ending, like, the kid is really good as a villain, and yeah. and it's the best depiction of Juggernaut that we've ever had. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually did not know great. about that beforehand. I didn't either. Yeah, that, no, well, that, was, did I. that was was so great about the, all the um, the press being about X Force was like you're able to hide him, which is you know the secondary villain of the of the movie. Right. Uh, Domino, yeah. I thought was done really well, and I love joke. I love joking about her like, oh, that power isn't cinematic. How are you supposed to like show yeah. that? <laughs> And, they and then they make it awesome. Yeah, yeah, they make it super awesome. And she, she—I don't know. Well, one, I um, have a big crush on her to begin with, but she <laughs> was just super great. Um, yeah, I really—I thought, top to bottom, I was super nervous that I was like, I hope they didn't learn the wrong lessons from the first one. Right. And they absolutely absolutely didn't. They learned all the right lessons and made just uh, a. a a Deadpool movie that kind of again takes it to like that next level without like I was worried that I was going to have to you know be that person who's like okay guys Deadpool it's not that great let's like settle down it was funny but it wasn't that great but right. it actually was that great totally so was. I'm happy that I didn't have to like I happy I didn't have to temper my enthusiasm after seeing it yeah like they made the same movie pretty much again but yeah. they did it so goddamn well Yes. Like, it's, it's, uh, very few movies can get away with that. And I was actually a little nervous, like, Josh Brolin wouldn't be, I was like, I just saw him be a great Thanos. I was like, I don't know about him. I, he, I get he can pull off the look and the, right. the, the menacing grit, but, like, is it really gonna fit? You and saw I him be a great did. Jonah Hex. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone see that? No. No. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and it's the one thing I think it did continue to do really well from the first one is that Deadpool was able to make jokes every eight seconds. Yeah, but they didn't linger on any of them. Right. It it still was able to feel like a fourth ball, fourth wall breaking moment because no one would talk to him about what he was saying for the most part. Like right. they just pushed it forward, uh, and the uh, high weight high Yuki runner of the movie was. Yeah. Just got more and more delightful every single time. That was happened. great. Where do they go? I don't know what I you did. Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing real X Force this time. Um, you kind of have to, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they want him in X Force, but they. I mean, it's hard to say where they're going to go because right now, literally everything in the world is up in the air with the. Fox Marvel movies, oh, considering yeah. they like there was there was even rumors that the next two uh, X Men World movies were just going to be completely scrapped. Really? Which I could, yeah. I'm fine with that. Because now that Disney, like the thing is, the merger is going to be fully in effect by this time next year. Yeah. Oh wow! So 
do they really want to release two more Marvel movies that are just not going to be what they want? There's rumors that they're going to shut, scrap everything except for Deadpool and X Force. Wow. And start over. But that's so that's hard to say. The fact that that's even out there is proof that Disney's probably considering that. Um, so it's hard to say where they're going to go. Well, because the, big, the biggest problem, I think, is the Dark Phoenix movie, is that you're going to scrap all those characters, but that's also a huge storyline to burn. And you've been waiting for yep. it for a while. Yeah. Like, Singer teased it back when he was doing it, right? And Well, they did some I mean, they really did some, shitty Phoenix uh, yeah, stuff. In, in <laughs> three, like, they had some stuff from it, but it wasn't, yeah. No, it wasn't, like, the real thing. You've been which waiting for a good I don't one. think you want to burn that story at no. all. Because I don't think I don't think there's been an X Men movie that you'd want to redo that story. Even Days of Future Past wasn't that Good. important about the future part of it. So right. I don't think you even need to care about doing that one again. And I don't think it exactly did Sentinels in an interesting way that you don't want to do Sentinels again. Like it's like listen the the X Men fucking world. It, at a, at a one time, like in the '90s, the X Men universe alone was as large and expansive as the Marvel universe proper. Yeah. Right. You don't need to do the same two fucking stories. We've we all know we don't need to see Days of Future. We don't need to see Phoenix. We don't need to see any of that shit. There's so many other stories. Yeah. Don't feel like you don't need to give us the big ones. Make your own. It's fine. There's a billion. It's not like they, they're drawing on a small source material. Again, from the 90s, like, how many, X, how many X-Men... X-Men had their own summer crossover, their own summer crossovers that had nothing to do with the Marvel Universe at large. You don't need to make the big shit. Just tell a good goddamn story and have the characters that need to be heightened be heightened. If Cyclops isn't a fucking lead character in your movie, I call bullshit. He's not a side character. So fix that shit. That's true. It annoys me. Yeah. yeah. What did y'all think Any. of Apocalypse? The X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. That was we got to see the beginning of it twice. We got to see the beginning of Oh, that was the worst. Like, what? That was the worst part of it. When we, uh, when Alex and I went to go and see it, uh, the film like stopped 15 minutes in or something, or maybe 10 <laughs> minutes in, and they just restarted the whole movie. No. So you had to see the Egypt sequence? Yep, the entire... <laughs> it basically ended just like a little bit after that, I guess. That sounds awful. You know what? Not the worst part of the movie, though. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's keep this movie train moving. <laughs> I'm nailing these tonight, guys. I'm nailing these tonight, guys. Uh, and let's get a rest down for the other Marvel movie that's come out recently, uh, and that's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Sure. Ant-Man and the Wasp, directed by Peyton Reed. I just said that because I wasn't at the page yet, but I knew it. Nice. As Scott Lang balances being both a superhero and a father, Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym, present an urgent new mission that finds the Ant-Man fighting alongside the Wasp to uncover secrets from their past. Yep. Exactly. Uh, okay, so Marvel. I, yeah, three for three, I'd say. They, they're killing it. I thought Ant-Man would be like, oh, this is fun. Uh, and, like, I would leave just thinking, like, that was delightful. And they went around, they went ahead and, like, made a movie that was really fucking good. Yeah, I... I... I don't think they really risked anything in this Nothing, movie yeah. and only nope. took all 
all of the lessons they could have learned, all the good lessons they could have learned from the first one, and say, okay, let's do that better. Let's make it more fun. Let's make it a little bit more move a little faster, be a little funnier. Let's have, you know, Wasp do stuff. Let's have yeah. Michael Pena have a little more. Like, it just did more of everything that worked. And I, I think in the same summer that you have Infinity War, you don't need to take huge risks right, with that. Yeah. I could have used more of uh, Paul Rudd and Michael Pena together because mm. I felt like they were uh, they weren't on screen together as much as they were in the first one, and, and their relationship was always really great. Or even if they were just talking to one another, yeah. and it does happen, and and it's still great. And, and both of them, obviously, on their own, are, are amazing. But but I really enjoyed their chemistry on screen. Uh, but I really liked it. I love Ant Man, and, and like I I was just waiting for this one. I was super excited for it, even though I was feeling a little burnt out. Uh, because we yeah. had like, what it was Infinity War, like Deadpool, and Solo, uh, all in between, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of maybe I'm you know getting a little bit too much on the summer blockbusters, but man, it it was super enjoyable. Yeah. And I I love that because the big elephant in the room watching Ant Man was like, okay, where does this fit in timeline wise? Yeah. When does Infinity yep. War start? And I love that they made the decision to let. The Ant Man and Wasp movie have its own conclusion, yeah, and wrap up their story, have a nice moment before they hit you with that. And that shit was such a fu- that was such a punch in the face, yeah. And okay. it, it like most singers are just like, oh, that's cool. This one, like the theater, like audibly was like gasping all at the same time, like. You've got to be fucking kidding me. It's it's so great because, again, we're in a situation. Yeah, I know he's in uh, the next Avengers movie. How? How? Oh, like, yeah. how does he get out of this? I have also, no clue. It, it was just so nice that this was just a light, fun movie, too. After, yeah. like, after Infinity War and, like, feeling really bad and, like, the emotional roller coaster that movie is. Just yeah. Have fun in this universe. Like, yeah. have it be him, goofy and stupid. Him at, like, when he's, like, uh, kind of inhabited by Michelle Pfeiffer's character. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just, yeah. like, the fact that they play it, they play that as a joke, but they also play it seriously, which makes it more funny. Yeah. yeah if that makes sense. Like, Paul Rudd Lily, can do that. Yeah. Evangeline Lilly and Michael Douglas didn't find that funny. Right. They found that like, oh my god, we're finally being able to talk to Janet. But it, so, but like everyone, else, like the audience thinks it's hysterical. Like, we get to have, fun. Yes. we get to have yeah. fun. Yeah, we, we get to have fun with it. But like, it's earned fun, and right. like, it's not a stupid joke. It actually matters. And to be able to kind of balance like making something so silly also matter is really cool, and that takes. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Um, really, like yeah, the I most- mean. I yeah. like this a lot. Yeah, I mean the, the the effects and everything like that was was really well done. Um, the movie like ostensibly kind of doesn't really have a villain. Yeah, it, and, and, and that, I guess kind of going back to Infinity, it, and I think that's like uh, the problem that a lot of Marvel movies still have is making villains, you know, giving them enough time and making them enjoyable. And I think that's why, again, like, Infinity War is so great. Like, it really doubles down on that and takes care of that. That, um, you know, this one but is I think, like, almost secondary. I think just, this one almost, like, knowing that and knowing, hey, we're a funnier movie, like, uh, 
we don't really need one like regular bad guy regular like guy in suit bad guys is enough yeah like a, like a heist movie doesn't need to have like the big evil corporation it doesn't have to it could just be just really well planned out heist and it's exactly. really fun to watch this happen exactly so Walton Goggins putting him in like that role oh man is perfect because Walton yep. Goggins makes everything that he's in better yep. I also love Randall Park so much as... oh my god <laughs> he was so good like uh, it, it, there's really like everyone in these movies is so delightfully funny, and it never it's feels great. like they're trying. It's 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 no. just it just feels like it's all natural. Even Bobby Cannavale, who has way less to do this time around, I, when uh, he does I say mean, something, it's funny. Yeah, he's great. He's great in everything too. Yeah, uh, that. that that one I've only seen once, and I'm actually really excited to rewatch it. Um, I, I can't wait for that one to come out. But, but yeah, like because again, that that's one that like I could just put on in the background while doing something mm-hmm. else, and just check in every yeah. few minutes and like laugh and have fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move it on then. All right. So I, I believe the last movie that all four of us saw is The First Purge. Yeah, uh, another is... Marvel film. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we get a rust stand? Sure. Uh, directed by Gerard McMurray, America's third political party, the new founding fathers of America, comes to power and conducts an experiment. No laws for 12 hours on Staten Island. No one has to stay on the island, but 5,000 is given to anyone who does. That doesn't really. Oh, okay, sure. That, I mean, that is the movie. It's pretty, that's, yeah. I think it's just banking yeah. on the fact that we all know what the word purge means already. Yeah. Right. <sighs> uh, did, should we have had high hopes going into this? What would everyone think? I liked it. It was fine. And I yeah. think it did a whole lot of work making the, the how the purge starts make sense, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's just weird that We've already seen two movies that hammer on the... Well, The Purge is just used to, like, kill the poor. Right. So we've already seen that. We've seen that in the past two. So if the origin feels... Can't feel too much about that again. Like, we've we've seen it twice already. And it makes it almost more of a bummer... When this movie ends with them being like, "We did it," oh, oh like we we survived it, and now it's time to fight back. But it, but we know that twenty years later, you haven't done shit. Yeah, they lose. Hard it's just a like, real bummer. Yeah, it takes until Juliet from Lost shows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, other than that, you know, it's like it was fun. Like I, the idea of purge party, I think it's I a good, think is really cool. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a good lead-in to a series that's going to kind of have an anthological take on different purge years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you make a purge movie, I'm going to see it, yeah. I'm going to like it. Me too. There's not much else to say. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, it, I, it oddly grounds this very <laughs> crazy yeah. crazy premise. Yeah. It's, it's so weird that like these movies have like, like what started as like a home invasion movie with Ethan Hawke, that was all this like 
socio-political subject. I know. Oh yeah, like the grabbing by the pussy. <laughs> yeah. Which that can I say? Can I just say that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, someone, someone in my theater turned to someone else and said, "That's a Trump joke." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it was just, it was just like every everyone who actually lived on Staten Island in this movie responded to the purge in the way that you would think people would if this happened. And then, yeah, like, they... so the one thing of of a prequel that I liked that they did was that the whole dressing up and being in freaky masks was always fabricated by the new founding fathers. Like, yeah, big, uh, so then people perk. just copied that. Yeah. Because that was the weirdest part of other Purge movies. It was like, I don't think people would be like this. Granted, the weird, the, the crazy guy with the sort of scarred up face. Oh, yeah. Skeletor. He's just a crazy person. Skeletor, Skeletor yeah. Yeah, Skeletor. Did anyone else notice? It felt like there was a scene cut out of this movie. Um, okay, you're I was telling you, I forget where we were, but we didn't have time to talk about it. Um, so, towards the end, when they're in the apartment and, like, you know, their friends come and then the lady comes in, right. at one point. There's like blood on the ground. I was I knew exactly what you were gonna say. Yeah, and they go and, like, I thought I cleaned it up. Yeah, and then nothing happens with that, and then the soldiers come in, but they're looking out a broken window, and they all seem to be nursing new injuries. So was there like a fight with Skeletor in there? Like was he hiding in that apartment? He and then so, right? we, they like fought him, but then he comes back again at the end, like. It felt like something like was cut out because like how did that window break, and why does it feel like all these people part. are hurt? It, it I, really... I don't remember this very specific thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if uh, I know it's been like three weeks since everyone's seen this movie, but come on, guys, <laughs> pay a little closer attention next time. Well, I think it's just because I've seen like ten movies since then. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. good point. Yeah, but uh, fun. I, it makes me. It fun. I am excited for the TV show. I think it's. I think it could be really. I think interesting. that's going to be. That's an interesting concept for this. Uh, all right. So Dude. hold on, Russ. Uh, rank the Purge movies. Uh, oh, this is easy. Purge two, Purge three, Pur- uh no, Purge two, Purge two, Purge three, Purge one, the first Purge. Wow, uh, Alex. And I like all of them. I'm going to go Purge Anarchy, First Purge, Purge Electioneer, and uh, The Purge. Pete? I have never seen Purge. The Ethan Hawke Purge. What? I never saw it. Really? It's just a home invasion movie. I don't want to watch that. It's more than that. It's more than that. All right. Um, it's not. But it's just a whole. It's, it's not at that's all. Because that is a home invasion movie that just had to think of a reason why cops wouldn't show up. Right. That's all that this was yeah. about in that first. I know movie. that's great. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you, so, you can't you tell me what the purge universe is about <laughs> until you've seen every purge. You I won't accept your opinion. Okay, I actually so think I, was, I might I really like hope- election year the most. I might go election year anarchy first. That's crazy. I thought. Election year was was good, but a little too similar to Anarchy. And Anarchy is a better version. Yes, um, I really wish that in the first Purge, Ethan Hawke's character was like, "Hey, I got to get in on this as a business opportunity." Oh yeah, you, you need somebody who who needs who wakes security. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the post credit scene. 
Oh man. Uh, myself, I, I would probably go two. Uh, then either one three four or three one four. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. You'd put the purge one that far up? Yeah. I enjoy the purge one. I, I like the super minimalistic, uh, just like prototype for the whole thing. Uh, that you see, there, there's so much that you don't see that you see so much else in it. Type thing where you know, like, where like, oh, like, if you look at pixels, uh, your mind fills in all the gaps. It's like that, but it's a movie. The movie pixels. Yeah, the movie pixels. but it's You're Ethan Hawke. The movie, yeah. the movie pixels. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you look at it and you see the emoji movie, and you're just like, oh, now I get it. All. Oh lord. <laughs> oh, which one? Which one do you like better? It's not even close. Pixels. Really? Over of the emoji movie? Yeah, I didn't see it. That it's was this not. Year? Or last year? Last year. Last it's year. not even close. The Emoji Movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and it's not even funny. Like, I watched it with Zach, and we couldn't even find, like, we were drunk, and we couldn't even find jokes to make. <laughs> Man, I don't remember hating it that much. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. All right, well. Did you watch it with a child? Yes. See that might that might yeah. be a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's this could be it. Yeah, that could be it. And by that you mean your sense of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking that's of a, a sense of wonder, yes. uh, Russ, why don't you take us to a galaxy far, far away and give us the Russ stand for you guessed it, Rampage. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, Rampage. That was this year. Um Brad Payton, when three different animals become infected with a dangerous pathogen, a primatologist and a geneticist team up to stop them from destroying Chicago. Let's do a tight two on this, because who cares? Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah, it was just, it was devoid of joy. Like, it yeah. wasn't fun. No. It's dumb. And, and, and it, like, that, it kills that makes a lot of people. Really yeah, that it stinks. Yeah, uh, look up the news stories about how The Rock refused to do this movie if the eight died at the end. Yeah, he's yeah, like he so. He that. finished the script because he was already like, "I'm going to do this because that's how The Rock does business." Yes, um, that's what Baller says. Yeah. So, but then he's like, "Wait, the eight dies? People don't go to a rock movie to be sad. They go to a rock movie. They know they have a good time. They're going to feel good when they leave." And like, but that monkey should have died. Yeah. Like, just because it's a it killed hundred. It just it ate a woman. Yeah. To be fair, though, oh, that's not the only issue with this movie. Yeah. Well, it, why did this movie need cartoonishly evil human people? Because no one else would have an arcade cabinet of the original uh, Rampage in their million-dollar <laughs> office unless That's... they were cartoony. I just what was the did name? they call out the fact that they were like, "There's a video game version yep. of what happened." Yep, hundred percent. Like, I don't remember do? that, and I saw this movie like three weeks ago. So they call it out because uh, when it's all happening, they they say the internet has given the nickname to the lizard, which is the name of the lizard in the original Rampage game. Lizard. Yeah. As, as an homage. So, yeah. so, like, everyone's just like, oh, wow, what's happening on Earth is just like in that old arcade game. Somehow these three canisters <laughs> fell to Earth from space uh, so perfectly to yeah. reference a video game. Yeah. Uh, that opening sequence in space was out of place. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was crazy. I said a tight two. Okay, yeah, we can move on. We, we can move on. All right, so now let's actually go to a galaxy far, far away and talk about Solo. 
I'm ambivalent on this one too. Uh, a solo, a Star Wars story, directed by multiple people. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, wow, literally everything but the. Okay. During an adventure into a criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his future co pilot Chewbacca and encounters Lando Calrissian years before joining the rebellion. Yep. So, Alex, you did not see this yet. No, unfortunately, like every time I like something came up, pretty much whenever I wanted to see this. Yeah. Um, so let's go spoiler free. No, it's okay. I pretty much know. I'd say fifty percent of things. You it probably is... know ninety because most of it is referenced in other Star Wars movies. Yeah. So, like, you know, his last name is Solo. <laughs> I, I, I and he I has a gun. Believe. This was really bad. Yeah. It's so bad. That part was bad. Any anything dealing with giving someone else a name was really bad in this movie. The Chewbacca name thing was so stupid. But what? Oh my god! Really? They yeah. do. Now are lumpy or itchy in this at all? What? The other Chewbacca family? No, 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 no. Oh, no. They, okay. there are other. Chew- oh, there are other. Oh, there are, yeah, other, yeah. There are other Wookiees, yeah. And yeah, but yeah, this movie's. Uh, upset. It's what, what I, I would describe it as, you know, the opening fifteen minutes of Last Crusade when you have like the young Indiana Jones like getting whip, getting a scar, getting the hat, uh, yeah, and the love day, for man. antiquities. Yeah, um, it's that, but two hours. It's completely uh, like it is completely unnecessary in every conceivable way, and that's the thing that gets me. It's like you don't take away any deeper meaning or any greater understanding or any anything really other than to like see somebody kind of do a halfway decent uh, young Han Solo and Donald Glover do a pretty good Lando but like did I did that have to be did this hat this movie doesn't need to exist yeah it's so unnecessary because it doesn't set up anything but a new hope like how right. can you not take this character which we literally just set stories up. like I feel like everything you're saying, you're all correct. <laughs> but I really enjoyed myself watching this movie because I'll eat up anything Star Wars except for Rogue One. Um, what? And yeah, fuck Rogue One. Um, no. And like, if they were to make another Han movie right now, I'd go see it. Totally happy with it. Like, it's not a great movie. It's the worst like of anything that's come out recently. <laughs> but. I'm totally five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Go see it. Recommendation um, right now. I I will say Paul Bettany must have been like this is the best. E- this is the easiest paycheck I've gotten since being just a voice in Iron Man movies. He is in one set, yep. in one location for probably a grand total of ten minutes of the movie, and they filmed all his shit in one day. You oh yeah, know he it. never leaves that room, does he? No. He doesn't leave a single room. What an easy, 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 easy performance. Yeah. And I think it works. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh. It's, it's, uh, this movie is completely what I, this is exactly what I was worried about with prequels. Because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Tell me some unrelated story in the Star Wars universe. You've created such a beautifully expansive world. And you, still, with. and you still feel the need to tell me shit about these old characters that I don't give a fuck about. 
and you're not like I don't care. I just I don't care. find myself caring about Woody Harrelson's character either. No, no, because it was, it was, everything was just so unnecessary, that, and like how the Millennium Falcon like is I, no every no I'm done I don't. <laughs> Again, wait. So I totally agree. <laughs> do, do all of you guys hate this? No, I don't. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I just it falls into that like this movie is so mediocre that it makes me angry because Star Wars movies shouldn't be mediocre. Yeah. Let 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 fucking Battle LA two be mediocre, or <laughs> Battle LA one, or Skyline, or Skyline two. What was that one called again? Uh, beyond beyond Skyline. Skyline. Obviously. Yeah, no. But it just felt, it felt, I walked out of the theater and completely forgot what I saw in ten minutes. I think it's the only movie we'll talk about that made me audibly groan out loud. With uh, the Chewie? Um, Peter, you audibly groan a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm also going to second that. Alright, we, we can move on. Let's, 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 uh, well, let's go. Alex, are you any more or less interested in seeing Solo now? I, I really want to see it. Like, I, uh, you Double feature it with Interstellar. Uh, next week. <laughs> Russ, give us a rundown for Hotel Artemis. Yeah, cool movie. Hotel um, for Artemis. Hotel Artemis. Set in, uh, directed by Drew Pierce and written by Drew Pierce. Set in a riot torn near future LA, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse who runs a secret members only emergency room for criminals. This is so great. Go see it. See, everything you guys are saying right now is probably how I feel about Solo, and, and how you guys felt about Solo is how I feel about really? this. Really? Yeah. Oh, I really I thought. You are a monster. I thought everyone in this movie was having a good time and made big character choices, Actually, and I thought I'm they were all fun. I'm not a monster. Fun. I kill monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, every, everyone in this movie was just having a good time. Like, Joe Foster Day had a fun. fun. Yeah, Batista had a Everyone's fun accent. Charlie Char- Day was having fun in the the second giant fucking robot film too, and I didn't give a shit about that. Yeah, uh, but that was for kids. That's that's true. Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, I don't this know. This movie even had Father John Misty. It had everything. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, he said that for like seven seconds at yeah, the beginning. It's just, I was wa- I was walking around my apartment like the shuffle that Jodie Foster does through this movie for like a week. Oh <laughs> what? Like, I don't know why Jodie Foster said yes to this, but I'm so happy she did. Yeah, she really sold it. It's, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I I thought it was fine, but that's about all I could all right. grasp. Especially all after right. Sterling K. Brown had had such a great cameo in uh, 9-9 recently. I was so high on him. It's like I can't wait. And I was like, yeah, Emmy nomination for that. Did he? Yeah. Good. He deserves it for that one. Yeah, I think it's really fun. I like I like high They're quality action. You know, I'm sorry, high concept action that like, but also keeps it a very small movie. I just, you say action, I'm just like, like what? There was the, the hallway fight. Where, where this, this, the, it's basically just on her. She's shooting at a camera. There's no uh, fucking action going on. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of scenery chewing, and I love scenery. There is no, yeah, I, I agree. As like you know, like it, 
it gets I mean, they had my boy Quinto out there with a great uh, saying. I, he had a quote that I like wrote in my phone, and I can't Wait, remember. Z, what it was. Z Quince is in this. Yeah. Z Quince is in it, and he is in it. Oh, he yeah, commits he so hard, just like he committed four years ago to, on NBC's not hit show, The Slap. Oh, it was like, do you no. want to? <laughs> he was. He was like. He was. You're talking about cartoony villains. Yeah, he's like, do you want to get into heaven or do you want to help the wolf? What was? It's like, do you want to get into heaven or do you want to make the wolf king happy or something like that? <laughs> but it's like how he said it, and Maybe also that sentence awesome. alone is great. Maybe this is going to be like escape plan where I rewatch it. I'm just like, no, this is the best. I like ever. it. I I highly suggest seeing it again. Did you not, not have scene. enough alcohol slash weed? Because I had none and still enjoyed it. But I feel like <laughs> no, I was you drinking beforehand. Oh, maybe you drank too much. Yeah, maybe I did drink too much. We brought we brought uh, bottles of liquor into the movie as well. I felt See, like it was the right movie for that. Now, you probably drank too much. Yeah. <laughs> now you're saying this has a hallway fight. How does yes. it compare to other hallway fights? Because as far as I'm concerned, hallways are mainly for fighting. <laughs> That's all I do in a hallway at this point. I like the I like the I, I always forget her name. Sophia Batella. Yeah, mm. she's great. She is. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Look, it's got to be better than Escape Plan 2. I can't believe they made that. It's really bad. But yeah, That makes me sad. I really enjoyed the first one. First one's, first one's really good. Really good. Alright, let's just keep moving on. Let's not talk about Escape Plan anymore. We're going to talk about Ocean's 8. Russ Down. Ocean's 8. Directed by Gary Ross. Debbie Ocean gathers an all-female crew to attempt an impossible heist at New York City's yearly Met Gala. I liked it. It was alright. Yeah, and it's exactly what you've come to expect from a movie that starts with the word oceans. See, like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Really? I don't think, think there's really? enough of a twist. Like that's the oceans movies are built on like this weird twist where like. They're building to something the entire time, and then it ends up being something different. But it well, feels like an they earned did thing. With the, with the they did that with all the other jewels. That's what you're go. No, yeah. When they, when they we look, thought the movie was about that one necklace, but it was actually about all those others. Look, here's my thing: Are the oceans movies like high art? No. No. no, and I think I think they get too much credit in like pop culture. In like the world of pop culture, because it's just a lot of celebrities in a like together. None of them were that profitable. Like so clearly, they they don't hold up, uh, or they didn't resonate with people the way we like to think that they do. We just like seeing a lot of celebrities together. So for that, this was fun. Like it was a lot of celebrities together. Anne Hathaway was like leaning into what people think Anne Hathaway's like, and she that's really funny good. to me. She was really uh, good. Yeah, I mean it was fun for sure, but I was I was complete, just hoping for something more. I I I wish I could say I was, but I don't really like the Oceans movies that much, and to me this okay. is no worse than any of them. I or in fact really like maybe better movies. than all of them. I don't. See, I always thought they were eleven and thirteen. I think that I there's like there's a certain entertainment value to them. Like it just oh. in a mindless heist movie. But well, like it's rich rich good looking people pulling shit off is like we'll yeah. always watch that. Yeah. Um but this I I thought it was totally fine. I uh I if they make another one, whatever, I don't care. Uh, I'd see it, but like, this is totally like a straight down the middle. Uh, it's a base hit. Like, it's not terrible. Yeah, no, I agree uh, with that. I watch it. It was under two hours, I believe. Oh, see, that's that's nice. 
Yeah. Okay, so, like, massive spoilers, I guess, for, like, the first second and then the very end. I really thought Danny Ocean was going to end up being alive at the end and, like, visiting her. Well, that was the because they, with the Dana Gould cameo, yeah. it made it seem like they were setting up the end for someone to also be there. But I like that they allowed it to just kind of be No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I think that was, like, that was a really nice thing. Because um, it, it kind of, it, clo- it, it ties everything together, but it also kind of closes that door. Yeah, like, yeah. they're going in a new direction. If this worked out, and this was relatively profitable, so yeah. we'll probably do another one. Nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what you guys say is what I've heard, that it's like surprisingly enjoyable but nothing exceptionally special. No. Yeah. But it's about time women had the capability to make totally average movies. <laughs> you know? No, none of this, like, not just a completely, you forget it, it doesn't matter. When's their chance? Oh, it's now. Yeah. All right. We still have like 40 movies to get through. So let's just keep it moving and let's get to the Equalizer 2. Do you want to stop doing Rust Downs to save time? Well, well, that's up to Rust. Uh, I am down with that. All right. We are Rust Down free, people. That Uh, saves us like 20 seconds. It does. Um, So Equalizer 2, I actually really enjoyed this movie for the most part. It was another Equalizer film, yeah, and that's all I think anyone could have wanted from it. I think it's so it's, it's actually good. really funny that, or just well done, maybe that like you could not see the first Equalizer go into this and not be lost. What's like whatsoever? Mm-hmm. You just know it's Denzel, like because it, it relies on your his, your historical knowledge of Denzel Washington uh, action movies. Yeah, so you don't need to have ever seen. All you need to see is any Denzel action movie and you kind of are primed for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's fun. Yeah. Do you have any interest in this one, Alex? It'll be on FX like in seven days. You know, I did you guys see the first one? Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it was fine. It was, again, yeah, you're right. It's, it's exactly what you think it is and I feel like this is probably the same. It's exactly, you know, you know the whole plot already. It's yeah, good. It's, it's basically it's just a bigger version of the first movie, and I think I like the uh, Was it Chloe Moretz? Was that the first one? Yes, yeah. that's right. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so, how about Hereditary? Loved it. I think a- after all of it, I've landed on the. I enjoyed it, but it's one of those like I can't recommend it to anybody because I understand why some people would absolutely hate it. Because at times I absolutely hated it. (laughs) I think that that movie fucks with tension in a way that a lot of movies don't. Like, you keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for something to happen, and it's never quite when or what you think. Yeah, and never never with the thing that you think, okay, this is going to scare me soon. In this way. Yeah, you, you're like getting yourself primed for like the spook or the scare, and it's never it when you think that. or what you think. And I think that that is so jarring. And it plays, and, and again, it plays with time. Like horror movies are normally a ninety-minute affair. Yeah, this shit is two solid hours. It is. And by the end of it, I was like, please end. I'm not because I'm not enjoying this, but I'm so fucking uncomfortable. I need to get out of this theater and take a goddamn shower. Yeah, the last yeah. 15, 20 minutes are oh, terrifying. Amazing. Amazingly done. Just a great build-up to it. Like like it's uh, like a 
80s horror it, movie or even like, like I don't know like Rosemary's Baby or uh, it's beautiful. House of the Devil well, like it, it's this slow build up into this ending that you've just been like waiting for but there's I feel like there is a greater payoff in this one and it's just it because of how big it goes um, I still yeah. I wasn't crazy about it I, I enjoyed I, it I think it, I needed to sit with it for a little while like when I got out of there I was like thank god that shit is over nobody's seen this movie yeah. and then I like sat home and I was like dude you were just uncomfortable but the movie was trying to make you uncomfortable so it did its job yeah and like it's just doing it in a way that I'm not used to or like wait can Uh, can I ask a classic Alex question when would be the time to watch this movie I don't know um never Christmas what what, what I like about (laughs) what I like about this movie's length is that and, and how it's structured I think if you didn't buy into it and now you think this movie's stupid and you want to laugh at it, you can enjoy this movie by laughing through the entire thing. Yeah, that's true. But if you did buy into it, and then you get spooked, the sh- like, fucking, it's really so creepy. freaked out at the end of it. it it's, it's really it's, freaky, but every one of those things I could imagine laughing at if I wasn't bought in. It's the best atmosphere in a horror movie since The Witch, but it's just a much better movie than The Witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know you hated it, but I like I that. I didn't like it. And um, I just think, like, Tony Collette Tony Collette is like probably one of the greatest we have at being She's somebody amazing. who's kind of going crazy. Wow. I don't think anybody does that better than her. She's so perfect in this role. It, I, how, I, I loved it. Like going back, how, go- how gory is it? Uh, not really. Not yeah. really. Save except for, when like, it is. Yeah. Little... Except for the last fifteen minutes, and then like. One or Twenty two to thirty, thirty minutes in, like and then, you, yeah, like like fifteen frames, like thirty minutes into this movie. Yeah. Is this a movie that you think that someone that doesn't like horror film films would be able to watch? No, uh, no, just no. Because, because it's like, like first, it 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 is so again. Like I'm a horror person, and it's so long that it's like I didn't know that was like the last, the final frontier of like discomfort. Is length. I'm like, oh, this is. I don't. This is. This is going on for too long. Please get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. If, if you don't like, like horror, you're really gonna not like this. It's not a movie you want to keep watching. No. But no. but it's just like this. It's it's this amazing ride once you finally. Yeah. Get if you don't like horror movies, you're gonna want to shut it off for an hour and forty minutes because you're you're uncomfortable because it's weird, and, and then, then the you want to shut off because it's fucking yeah, scaring it's, the shit out of you. It's yeah. insane. I can't imagine tr- getting through this at home if you don't want to be scared. Unlike, say, a yeah. quiet place, where I'd be like, no, you should just get them, to get whoever, if they don't like Because the that's movie, a fun ride. Yeah. I think that's a that's a horror movie for people who don't like horror movies. Not, exactly. to, not that that's a slight, because yeah. I loved it. And this is, a, this is a horror movie for people who love horror movies, and like older horror movies especially. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. it's also, if you like horror movies... You might not like this horror movie yeah. <laughs> because it's so fucking fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really fucked up. Yeah. Again, yeah, I, I walked out of it like hating it. The next day, I was like, no, it was brilliant, and I've I've ended up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it it went from like yeah, this is the this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Everyone's an idiot, uh, and then to like, huh? Does this crack my top ten? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I really want to see this. Yeah, it's great. Do it or don't. Dunn loves it. Obviously, this is like the this this movie was made for Andrew Dunn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that piece man, of shit. shit. I hope you're listening. You <laughs> piece of shit. All right, let's move on to uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Love you, bud. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to go spoiler free on this one, too. Yeah. Uh, this one's how are they just making good Mission Impossible movies? Uh, this this movie moves at a faster, more kinetic pace than Infinity War. I There's think. only it's been, like one bad Mission Impossible movie, though. Two. Yeah. And it's bad and, uh, for weird reasons. What's the other it's, bad one? It's bad. It's. No, no, Mission Impossible, Impossible 2 is the bad one. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they should bring back John Wick. a bad Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I like that movie. I just don't like that it's a Mission Impossible movie. It's, it's like stupid and fun. But Mission Impossible movies are a little smarter. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. And it's just as long as Infinity War. It's a little too long. This one I felt the length on. I felt it for five minutes. Yeah, yeah but I... Th- yeah, so... I think it just moved at such a fast pace that it kind of helped itself out, and the exposition was always told on the go. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's then I think I think exactly when they needed to ramp up the tension towards the end, there was such a clever way of ramping it up, and, it, and something I was not expecting whatsoever. And I really first, liked once they got to Cashmere at the end. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, this is fucking cheap. But then, like, you hear how it works itself out. Like and I'm like, oh, okay, no, that was that was actually smart. But like you you knew you wanted to figure out how to make this happen, so you kind of I don't know. I think it was I think it was really well written. I um, really liked it, and I, I want to watch this again soon. Yeah, and it's just like now. I was telling Peter the other day. I'm like, we have to recognize that Tom Cruise is a fantastic actor, like because he uses his entire body, <laughs> like. The stunts that this guy is pulling off at like fifty-six years old it's is insane. insane. It makes no sense. The fact that not only does he jump out of the airplane, but he has to then do things while acting, while flying, while falling out of a plane. So, in so that, real that's life. his thing this time. Yeah, he like jumps out of a plane, but he actually learned how to become like an expert uh, parachute dude. Because they had to nail that that landing, because that shit they only had like one take in that to do that. Like, so to jump out of a plane, do shit in the air, and land in a specific place, all while acting and not being afraid. Like you're a fucking crazy person. The virility and vitality of this man makes me think maybe Scientology is right. I know. I've been thinking that. <laughs> like really. But, this is it's Leah Remini, if you're watching, if you're <laughs> listening, we're sorry, but we're going back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's real fun. Uh, I think this is one of the better usages of Henry Cavill that I've seen in a while. That big motherfucker. I like, I like seeing him on screen here and being just like, oh, that's why they had to digitally remove the mustache and... And, and, and you know those producers were like, no, he's keeping this mustache. Yep. Fuck you. And, and it, it works so well. It's so good. Absolutely. Yeah, I really, I really like this one. I like that it kind of like, it wraps up a lot of shit from the it previous does. incarnations, but it also opens up like new avenues uh, for future. It's like, you can give me a Mission Impossible movie every three to four years, and I will be very happy to see it. I will be there every time. They never rush these, which is what I like. Like, if they got to take four to six years in between, they'll do it. Yep. But they always make sure that when it comes out, it, it work. It's there's I don't have a single complaint. Wow. And like they okay. find a way to heighten 
without forgetting that these are like these are spies. They're not superheroes. Yeah. Like I feel like the, the the complaint that a lot of people have with Fast and Furious now, which I get a little bit, is like they're completely like they're they're so far removed from what they were. Well, well you go to those movies for the grounded, <laughs> realistic. No, but I'm just saying, like, there's so, like, like about the first movie, think about the eighth movie. There's nothing the same. Yeah. The first Mission Impossible uh, to I'm the pretty sixth. pretty sure cars fall out of the sky in the first one. <laughs> anyway. But Mission Impossible 1 to 6, yes, the, the, the stunts have gotten a little more ridiculous, but the world still feels the same. Yeah. The physics is still the physics. And as long as they stick to doing as many practical effects as possible... I think that keeps you invested. Yeah. But yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout is fucking great. Alex, uh, do you like the Mission Impossible series at all, or are you planning on seeing this at any point? I really do. Um, Do you like movies, this? You know, sometimes I wonder. (laughs) I do really like movies. I do. Um, I don't know what's happened to me, but, uh, you know, I'm going to get my groove back. My Um, is growing up. But but no, like I, I think that series, like, it's crazy that it ended up being good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, again, like I think of later. Yeah. Um, and they don't necessarily rush them, but yeah. like. Nope. Well, just so because the second Six one makes all years. the mistakes you would expect it to. Yeah. But never in a series has you know, uh, right the ship as much as this one has. Yeah. And it was that and, one misstep, and then just like. Fuck it, and then that's when Abrams became the became the guy that could fix whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know I'm sure they find a way to tie it into the the Fallout video game series. So, <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome! I'd be so happy if they did. <laughs> Tom Cruise comes into a vault. It's vault. Uh, all right, we'll, we won't go down that road for now. Um, but let's talk Another about podcast. Truth or Dare. The oh. big, kind of a big letdown. I think this adds. It was one of those things. Was like, okay, horror movie, allow yourself to be more fun. You, it kind of took itself a little bit too seriously. Like, and it came on the heels of Happy Death Day, which was like a surprisingly very funny movie. Yeah. And like, you, you're thinking, all right, this is Blumhouse. Uh, they know they they know how to do this. And like, I was mildly entertained, but this conceit should have blown me away. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the thing is like if you're gonna make it PG thirteen and you can't make your horror that violent or really that scary if you're gonna make it that young, then make it fun. Yeah, but it wasn't. I did like the ending though. Yeah, that was very. Or it's just like that. nah, nah, you're fucked still. Yeah. And now everyone is. Yeah, that that was actually uh, yeah. So, I assume the next one of this is just going to be like Truth or Dare World. Well, well it's 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 going to be like Purge. <laughs> oh, now it this, makes this sense. This is a Purge of the Truth or Dare universe. Yeah, this was... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I had high hopes for this. The trailers look terrible, but... Uh, you didn't like that goofy face. Yeah, the, the, goofy, the goofy face and the pool table fall. But the thing is, with the pool yeah. table fall, they never did cool deaths from there on. Yeah, no. that was the one. See, because I want like a, a Final Destination type thing. Yeah, and yeah, that's awesome. what sold the movie to me. Oh, someone's going to have a weird smile and then they're going to die in a fun way? I think they can get this right. Uh, they, I think they just have to go into the... like The, the next one is going to be the whole world. So 
they're they got to figure out how to make that how to give this that final destination vibe. Is there going to be love, another? There's definitely going to be another one. This movie made money. Damn. It costs nothing. Yeah. It made money. The rest of the Pretty Little Liars are going to be the next one. <laughs> the better ones. Yeah, seriously. He's my least favorite. I know. Aria, oh, she's <laughs> worst decisions in the entire... Anyway. Um, and she's like sleeping with an adult. But whatever. <laughs> Her high school teacher, nonetheless. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. I mean, we could just keep going. Watch the show. It's, it's a show. surprisingly good show. You've never seen our other, heard our other podcast, the Pretty Little Liars, Pretty Little Liars podcast. <laughs> it's uh, pretty oh, little. I, I thought you guys were on the Pretty Little Guyers. Oh, oh, that, oh god! Oh. Shit, I was hoping that was gonna be better. Well, you 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 didn't try, so. <laughs> that, well, that's where we talk about Guy Ritchie, Guy Pearson, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Which yeah. one's prettier? <laughs> exactly. That's all we just discussed it over. Like, what about the outfit today? Uh, all right, skyscraper. Uh, same same problem. It wasn't fun. It wasn't. I mean, there were some tense moments where, like, him on the building, those were done okay, but, like, yeah. why was this movie not fun? Uh, I think the stunts were good, but everything else was not. The stunts were very good. Um, and, like, you can't make... You can't build a movie purely on the stunts. Like, yeah. I, I needed to give a shit about the, the villains or, the, or anything, or the good guy... Like, I just didn't care about anybody, but the stunts were good. Well, especially when it's The Rock, and then, so it sets up that it's The Rock, and he's the size that he is, and then everyone that, you know, takes over the building is this giant mercenary, like, and I'm like, man, I'm so excited for The Rock to fight all of these people. Doesn't. And he doesn't. Mm -hmm. When he gets in that building, he has zero fights. Which is interesting in its own right, like that to have that kind of a concept and just not have the rock fight. Like I almost respect it if it was if it was like a funnier, more fun movie yeah. in some way. But it's just so flat. Yeah, he really struck out this summer. So flat. Oh, I get it. That's yeah. Fun. yeah. I really wanted this movie to be better. I really thought this was going to be basically what everyone is promising the Meg is going to be. Yeah. Man, oh, that's I what I heard. The reviews good. of the Meg though have been very good. Like, yeah, it's that's just what I'm the. Big dumb shark movie you want it to be. Yeah, and that's what, and I wanted this to be the big dumb skyscraper movie I wanted it to be. <laughs> cool. And it wasn't. It was not. All right. Uh, so moving on to Sorry to Bother You. Oh man, want to um, see this? Uh, I, we can't talk about like the last third of this movie. No, yeah. we can't. I think there was so much good stuff in this movie that I really enjoyed. Um, but it's one of the, I wish they had like a couple million dollars less. And I want his next movie to have a bigger budget, and I think it will be better. But there's some, like, really great stuff, but overall, there's some things that I don't think work that well. I think a lot of stuff does. I think that the world that this creates... I I love this world. Until the last... It just felt like this was a movie that didn't know how to end. (laughs) And so they were just like, let's just come up with the craziest ending we can, and, and, like, Uh, not really earn it. Yeah, I, I was really... Uh, granted, it was a it was a fucking bold swing. It yeah. was, uh, especially for like somebody's fir- the first thing they've ever written or directed. Like this is the first movie you've made, and that's the swing you're going to take in the third act. Very, very interesting. But up until that point, I was completely like bought in, especially in that like that scene where they're all where he's at the party with Army Hammer, and they're like rap. Oh yeah. my god! And 
like that was what, so what oh my he, god what he was saying in that scene about my experience not y'all's um was very was like I get exactly what he was saying and then to see and then to see it play out as it did so fucking hilariously was great I think this movie has a lot of this show's like wow this guy is gonna go super duper far if he keeps making movies and stops making music and also any movie where Lakeith Stanfield is your lead I'm on board because I think he is so good he was he's really good yeah I mean I I really like um the coup uh i think i thought bootsrally they have like four great albums in a row but uh again pam the functress died last year i think and it, it's it seems like he's he's going more towards this than than music from now on and i'm totally okay with that I, i'm excited to see what he does after this uh, yeah i think i was i was listening to like a podcast who was saying like he just did music for so long because that was easier to do yeah movies take like way more money but now that he's kind of like got his foot in the door a little bit He's gonna try to like do more of that because that's what his plan initially was. Movies, music was the detour. Yeah, music was the detour. But yeah, Uh, again, I just feel like this is like a really good movie that just didn't know how to end itself. And yeah, like like they're just threw too much money at it where you could just go nuts. And I I feel bringing it in and keeping it not grounded, but grounded to that world that he created. Right, because that world was ridiculous already. Yeah, but it wasn't that ridiculous. It felt like a Gilliam movie. Kind of. Um, but like a better Gilliam, too. Not, yeah, like, well, not like Terry Gilliam's, like, Tideland shit. Like, it just, it was oh, so big and so the worst. smart. And then, as I said, like, I wish it just had a little less money. So it, they had to be a little, even just be a little bit smarter with what they were doing and, and had to really plan more of it out because they had yeah. so much that would work like I understand why people gave them money to do this because like man I really like what I'm seeing so far shot super well yeah. like yeah, everything about the music again, is awesome music I, is I love uh, what's her face from um, that weird man Tune Yards yeah I'm like oh that's a bunch of Tune Yards music yeah <laughs> I like Tune Yards <laughs> but no Alex you, you actually seemed like you were interested when we started when we mentioned this one I know, because when you said that something big happened, I was like, oh, damn, I really do have to see this. Um, no, uh, I've... It's better before I, the big thing, but it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think even from the, the trailers, it seemed fun. Um, and I don't know. I I'm, I was super curious about it before, and now I'm very much so. <laughs> now to know that there's, like, more to... Well, no, no, just to know that there's, like more to it than it just being a comedy about, you know, what is it, telemarketing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it is. It's so much more than that. And that's where it really shines. I think that that becomes like, that's just like a framing device. You kind of forget that that's even a point, like, (laughs) quickly. Alright, that was... Let's keep going. Let's go to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Sucks. Let's move on. It's not good. This is a, this is really Man, bad. It is. I don't it's know two why they movies. are. It is two different bad. movies. It's totally. It's crazy. They are still following the original Jurassic Park trilogy formula. Like, why did they remake Lost World? And like, do it dumber. Yeah. And like, why are you trying to tell a gothic horror story 
in a, in a Wait, house. What? A gothic haunted yeah. house story with dinosaurs. The second this half. Is of the, that's what the second half of the movie is. Half of the movie is dinosaurs in a house, in a, like a big giant Victorian house. And no, uh, I feel like that's the better half. And the villain is so sniveling. Yeah, and the and these movies girl, don't need villains. The no. twist about the little girl is completely and utterly pointless. Oh, oh my god, I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that too. Don't, oh, Jesus. Why? And then the end, I mean, just because that was the setup and, for and why. What they let her do the at the is. end is the most insanely reckless thing I've ever seen. So, it, can we spoil this? Uh, my thing, it never really yeah, gave fuck it, fuck they're going to let the dinosaurs die because they're going to kill people because they're dinosaurs. You have. Yeah. You can just let them die. This was a mistake. It's whatever. As no, Jeff Goldblum has said the whole time. That was the thing. I don't think it ever really made a good reason why we should be saving these dinosaurs in the first place. It didn't. Place. It was just because they are dinosaurs. That's so... Oh. Um, Even, like, the company she started, like, the Save Our Dinosaur... Like, why? They're not... No. Yeah. 100%. Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I get it. We fucked up, but we don't fuck up by fucking up more. Yeah. Uh, so, Alex, I guess the whole thing... Um, you know, there's people who want to get rid of the dinosaurs... And uh, they're basically at a point where they could just let all the dinosaurs die. Um, and this little girl, well, it's first it's Bryce Dallas Howard, and they're just like, don't do it, just let them die. And she's just like, yeah, that's the right choice. We can't have this. And then this little girl's just, who happens to be a clone, yep. you know, spoiler. Uh, Wait. Has, uh, decides no. that that's she's like going to hit the button and let all the dinosaurs out into the world. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, child. Yep. Who yeah. has no mother or father or parents because you're not real. Also, what kind of fucking system is this that there's one button? There's no, like, key card? Right. Like, that's it? Yeah. What is this? Um, I think it's oh like, that's all, how all prisons work in movies for some reason. That there's one button that opens everything. And I get that that's if true. there's people inside of it. Or Ready Player One with the but one if, button. But if, if your prison cells are filled with dinosaurs <laughs> one button that's like release Listen the dinosaurs listen to what you just said <laughs> one if button your that prison cells are full of dinosaurs that, it is movie. garbage and I can't even talk about it anymore like man it's so funny that like that first one's so good that we're still we're still chasing that dragon that first movie is great this is, yeah. and this is basically just the lost world over again right? yeah which is like way worse except for the dinosaur in the Victorian house I just, I just don't understand. And the, like selling dinosaurs to like Russian monsters. Oh my god! I forgot about the auction. <laughs> yeah, and they genetically engineer another new dinosaur, which they keep no. saying is just like this. Um, I can't believe you did it. Like you've done it in every single <laughs> movie. That's the whole point of the franchise. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so also, why? How stupid do Chris Pratt and just uh, no Bryce Dallas have to be when they're like? Well, we're really interested in blue. It's the last of its kind, so we have to save it. And my head, it's like, why? Yeah, it's right. like it's not like you can breed this final Velociraptor right. with another. So you're just saving it to give it. I don't know how. Also, what's the, life, what's the lifespan of a Velociraptor? You clone dinosaurs. Yeah. So it doesn't. None of them came from anything real. <laughs> so who gives a shit? Yeah. Just make another one. So dumb. Move on. Nothing makes sense. Don't. <laughs> No, no, don't see like Alex. Don't even see this yeah. to to like be angry. Just don't see it. Like, so bad. Okay. 
What sucks? Let's all right. Let's move on to something much better with Uncle Drew. This movie's great. This movie's a lot of Loved fun. It. This Loved movie it, is Alex. a lot of fun. See Uncle Drew. Don't see Jurassic World. See Uncle Drew. This movie had. I don't know why it was. Sorry, just... which which one is this? Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. Oh my god, Uncle Drew. It's so okay, yeah, so good. Everything. It's good. It's very funny. Everyone's great. Like the the weird thing is, uh, what's his face? Kyrie Irving is the worst part of the movie, but very good at acting. Yeah, but not yeah, surprisingly yeah, not good terrible. But he's just the his, weakest part of the movie because his character, like his the whole character of the whole joke of his character, is like, oh, this is a young guy and old guy makeup. That's it. <laughs> every other old guy, every other old guy makeup person has stuff to them, yeah. and they all feel like old guys, but him. Yeah. Yes. But uh, delightful. Chris Webber is fantastic. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh, that he might and, be my favorite in the entire movie. Oh, absolutely. He, he's one hundred percent my favorite. His introduction I, scene is so good in the, oh, in the baptisms. Yeah. It was so funny. And I thought, I was nervous at first that this was going to be, like, everybody has that, oh, that's too much Nick Crawl. I thought it was going to be too much Nick Crawl, and it's actually the right amount of Nick Crawl. It was a little, yeah. I thought his, I I thought his character's, like, idea of trying to create a rivalry was so fun. Amazon stop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really Alexa great. trying it's to just, get out on a combo? Um, it seemed like it. Was I liked Uncle it Drew. Was, this movie, I was worried this movie was going to be Blues Brothers 2000, yeah. but this movie was Blues Brothers. Right. Like, the Chris Webber timeout joke at Like, the getting the band oh, back together great. was great. The yeah. timeout reference was very fun. Alex, you'll love that one. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so much fun to be had. And the, and the soundtrack to this is awesome as well. Um, yep. the, the whole club scene... The dance song. Oh, why did I like so that? Fun. It was I so good. I loved that. And Shaq Wait, so is this, surprisingly great in this movie as well. Yeah. This movie's actually good. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's nothing about. Just think about a kids' saw. sports movie, but with older people in it, because that's what it and is. And it's a good sports movie yeah. too. Young blood. I loved it. Uh, yeah, it's it's and it's like, it's not. It's just fun. It's a fun movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Highly suggested. All right, we're probably at the halfway mark now, so we got to start. Not even, honestly. Um, well, close to it. Sicario, David Soledado. Can we not talk about this? It, didn't it didn't like need it. to be made. I didn't. Why? Didn't need to be made. Didn't like it at all. Yeah. I don't know. It, it they had a oh, well shot, which was surprising since uh, what's his face didn't direct it. Didn't yeah, come back. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that. I mean, besides the movie beforehand being completely unnecessary and bad. Spoiler. Uh, when you think Benicio del Toro is dead, I was like, "Awesome, kill him." Me too. Yeah, this Me is too. great. This is the great. This is the great. Then you know, do whatever. And then he comes back and he's like, "Fuck it." And Josh Brolin's character kill, didn't need to be redeemed. Yeah, why does he get a redemption? Killing, he he shouldn't have one. And killing Benicio del Toro makes sense in this world yeah. of everything is dark and black yeah. and fucked. There are like, no heroes. There are no heroes, and you made. You took two villains and tried to make both heroes? Yeah, it's insane. This makes no sense. There should be no heroes at all. I'm totally fine. Why, even getting rid of like the, the audience's eyes character, I was completely fine with them getting rid of everything as long as they were going to keep things as bleak as they did. Yeah. It made no sense to try to give this movie any kind of heart 
or any kind of redemptive qualities at all. I think that was a huge mistake. Yeah. Because I love Sicario. Yeah, I love Sicario. This is just, and this I is think just a bad movie. Yeah. This is not a good movie at yeah. all. It did not do that first one. I wasn't crazy about it, but but even like it just doesn't do everything. It doesn't do justice to the original film the way of everything that it was doing of, of, with action movies and stuff like that. Like yeah. It, yeah. it's it's just it's just really bad. Uh, but moving on from something that's really bad to something that is quite charming. Uh, let's talk about Incredibles two. Well, I saw uh, this too. You saw this? Oh. Yeah. Oh. All four of us back. The band is back together, just like Uncle Drew. Yeah, because Incredibles 2 did everything it needed to. I was worried that I was like, this movie is going to be baby heavy. And I, I know, like, baby based humor is Jack, Jack things. Oh, yeah. But it was so good. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, it's great. The Jack Jack raccoon fight is oh, amazing. Like, oh, that's really good. And like that in a that in an Ice Age movie is the dumbest thing you'll see. <laughs> yep. But like with it's nice to see Pixar make a movie that's not like here we're gonna sh- like scr- like sh- shove heart down your throat yep. and feelings. They just made a good, entertaining, like exciting movie. Mm. Like it um, didn't have to have all this pathos. W- what did you guys think of the uh, the short? It was cute. That was yeah. cute. It was cute. But yeah, I really liked Incredibles too. Uh, I didn't want to S its D like everybody else, but yeah. I did enjoy it. No, I, I agree. Uh, I feel like when the first original, uh, wow, original when the when the first Incredibles came out, there wasn't like an MCU. Uh, it was basically just like the Spider Man and the X Men films at that point, and then like and and besides, and they weren't those coming out every seven seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you see Incredibles 1 in the theaters, you're just like, oh my god, this is awesome. I've been waiting for like this awesome superhero movie to, to, to happen. And then now, 17 years later, um, it's like, well, we have all this other stuff, so it just doesn't seem as fresh anymore. Uh, it, it's, you're not, I don't know, I'm just not as attached to it anymore. I still really liked it a lot, yeah, but it, it, just, it doesn't have the impact. Yeah. But oddly enough, like it's for, for as many advances as there've been in superhero movies, uh, this is still the best Fantastic Four movie oh, that we've got. Oh, yeah. Like it, they still have not been able to crack that family dynamic. That's movie. very true. Yeah. That is very true. And I'm hoping that in the next couple of years, now that Disney has them back, uh, they just say, "Hey, people who made Incredibles, make Fantastic Four." Yeah. The motorcycle train chase was fantastic as well. Yeah, Brad Bird should do Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, he, we know he can do live action already from Mission, Mission Impossible. And yeah, my my one like weird complaint about this movie is that it had so many themes that it just introduced without really spending time on or wrapping up. Just like it kept mentioning little things, which I guess is fine because it didn't do the whole, you know this is a Pixar movie and we're going to spend the last 15 minutes making sure you cry for right. 15 minutes. Like, yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Need it. Alex, yeah. How, how do you think it compares to the original? Uh, or I, just I, can, you know, I don't think it's stuff. quite as good. Yeah. But, um, did you see I Coco? Really enjoyed did you it. like Coco? I loved Coco. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just like, other uh, animation films, how do you think it's, how do you think this one, like, holds up compared to other stuff that's coming out recently? I, I think it's really good. Like, again, I think it's really good. Like, obviously, like, this is back to the Pixar quality, I think, that we're, we're used to. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it quite feels as, you know, maybe as fresh or something like that as the, as the first one. It didn't, yeah. Um, 
And but but you know again that was fourteen what fourteen years ago and yes like, like you guys said when when it was really more of a, a drought when it comes to to superhero stuff as opposed to what we have now. But no, it's like it's still an enjoyable attack. Like I I love watching it. Um, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would really like to see it again soon. Um, I'm sure it'll be out at some point. But that is... Alright, so we are now moving into the movies that only two or fewer of us have seen. So we should be able to move through these ones a little bit more quickly. Uh, as we have been going for... Holy shit. Uh, so we'll start with Superfly. Pete, what'd you think? I just... If you're gonna do this, and it's gonna feel like a small movie, I thought they were gonna have a point to remake. There was no it. point to it. There was no point. It was... And it had one of the most, like most like gratuitous sex scenes it was with like so this one image weird. that just like oh my god I can't believe you're putting this on screen it was so weird but like yeah but, like I just I don't know I thought there was going to be a point to doing the Superfly story again uh, and there wasn't yeah at all um okay you guys tell me about Tully because I, I've seen I've heard very good things but I, I literally don't um I don't think Tully's great but it's it's interesting there was so much good stuff in it um but when it was all said and done, I wasn't crazy about it. I just, there, I don't super know how to talk about it. There's just like something at the very beginning, even with trailers, I was like, man, I hope this isn't the case. And then I spent the whole is. movie being like, oh, I'm enjoying this, but I still hope that's not the thing. And then it was. I was like, fuck. Really? Right. Yeah. That's, but, that's you know, give it a yeah. try if you want. It's, it, it, like, it, it a lot of people under, do love it, so. It undermines itself by doing that. I yeah. think it, it, it didn't need to, but. I enjoyed a lot of what, of the, the the real dynamic between her and her husband, and like what they're going through, like being people who are now married with kids, like yeah. and what that what that really what that really means, like not when it's like pretty and fun, but like what's it, what does that look like? It's not that pretty, but um, yeah, I think she gave. I think uh, Charlize did a good job. Um, yeah, both of these were fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, she was awesome. It's just fundamentally, like, what they do bothers me. Cool. Um, so, super, uh, wait, Alex, you've got something? Oh, no. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Uh, super, super Stu. Uh, giant bummer. Really? I thought it was way better than it had any business being. I, I It was just, like, the one funny sequence is when they were pulling people over again. I was like, oh, man, I do find this stuff enjoyable. The rest of it I just didn't like. Yeah, I really I, didn't find it funny. I thought that it was like I I haven't. What was the last thing Broken Lizard did? Um, the slam. Your Was it? Um, no, Slam and Salmon was slam. the first movie. Really? I think so. Oh no, no, no! I'm thinking of Puddle Cruiser. Yeah, Slam and Salmon, which was awful. Um, but it's been what, like ten years since that? I don't um, think these guys are funny anymore. No. Or it's I'm not just... as funny as you expect it to be, but Brian Cox is still awesome um, in everything that he does. And yeah, like like you want to know what he was really good in? Four years ago, there was an NBC series, The Slap, <laughs> that he moving is on. Just great. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. You and me? Uh, yeah. I, okay. I think there's a lot of very interesting stuff in this. Um, I think at times the non-linear storytelling of it worked in its favor, and I thought at times it didn't work in its favor. Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought Jonah Hill was very, very good. I thought he was... At first, I didn't even realize it was him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Joaquin was really good, too. a whole lot of good stuff about it, and I think it kind of... 
told a story about AA better than almost AA deserves in terms of being kind of quasi-religious organization. Oh, really? All right. And I think they really, like, told it in a different way and dealt with it in a different way, but there's a lot, a lot of great sequences in this movie. I really like Jack Black in this. Yeah. At the first time you see him, he's just being Jack Black, and then at the end, you're just he's like, so oh, good. Yeah, he's so good when he comes back. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really do recommend this. I, I, I think this is great. Yeah. Uh, Kim Gordon, great. Um, in a couple of scenes that she's in. Um, so, so you got... Uh, uh, no, you, you mean... Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth. She's like the older blonde lady in the group. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, don't tell me my knowledge of Sonic Youth right now. All right, Three Identical Strangers. Tell me about this. Oh, go see it. Just see it. It's Just see it. It's go a wonderfully it. put together documentary. Don't watch trailer. Don't, really? don't go in knowing go a single it. thing about this. Okay, interesting. Except everything that the title tells you. Because it's, uh, it's so well done. And it just, it, it like gives each little new development time and it doesn't it doesn't try to say too much about each thing too it like allows mm-hmm. you to kind of leave with all the mystery that you should be able to it's really really good it's 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 fantastic yeah. I know like um, basic premise but that's about it that's yeah. all you need to know try to go in as completely clear as possible don't read fish. about it just just go see yeah. it uh, I don't know whoever's doing like the marketing for that one. Like they must have gotten like the cookies for my computer or something because everywhere, everywhere I go, yep. I'm seeing ads for it. I know it makes me really want to see it. Uh, there's well, like, yeah. It's it's doing very well too. They've been pushing so. it hard with Movie Pass as well. Yeah, yeah for like four fun. weeks in a row, I was getting Movie Pass emails. Be like, today's the day to go see Three Identical Strangers. So it's good. Um, tell me about Tag. Tag really is fun. fun. Really? Way more fun than I thought it was going really? to be. Everyone does I everything that they do well. A big old turd. And it yeah, they just let everybody do the things they do well. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of they have a pretty loose framing device of a film put around that. But it's good. Okay. It's like a fun time. I wanna see it. Yeah, the way they set up the sort of you know, like in the trailer, the action sequences that Jeremy Renner does, I think the way they frame them and the sort of like device they use during them is done really well yes um, but yeah it's fun it's yeah. real fun yeah I, I really want to see it uh, Hannibal Burris is delightful he was the funniest in the trailer but that, that's really all I've seen yeah. um, alright Russ what did you think of blind spotting uh, I saw it today so I haven't completely put a picture together of it it was interesting it's very interesting. I feel like tonally the movie is all over the place. It is. It, it's massively all over the place. And it's always on the brink of collapsing because of that, but it all still feels pretty real life, in, like, in a lot of ways. Like, I... I was... Like, with the end, I was wondering, like, the whole time I was like, is this movie careening... To, like, is this movie about the dissolution of these two people? Or... Or, like police the, the like justice system like what is like I still couldn't tell you what it was about yeah. like it, it uh, feels and like I think, a slice of life film where but it's, it's a like a little bit amped up yeah it's like kind of like a slice of life film that also wants to have these like this bigger conversation yeah. about like the police industrial complex yep. but also like male friendships mm-hmm. yeah. like, as a whole other thing and I think two of those things, two out of those three things can work. Yeah. I think three don't. No. And, and then, like, a the kind of, of like, 
You know those like weird Spike Lee scenes in movies from the eighties and nineties where like it turns into like kind of a one man stage play, yeah, and yep. someone like, speaking while you're seeing faces. Like Happens there's a lot, a lot. of that because these yeah. guys are both fucking spoken word poets. So like you're integrating that into this movie too, which is like there's a lot of stuff going on here. It, but it, it, it's, it's like interesting. A, it is very interesting, and and yeah, those moments. I mean, I, I really like uh, I really like the flow during all those moments because it feels really cool how they're able to like to just speak and whether they're freestyling or whether they're like haggling with other people. I, I think that like the actual uh, oh, when he's like trying to sell the boat, I was like, great. this is fuck because like I completely understood the entire conversation and it was hilarious. It was awesome. That 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 part was legitimate. Amazon stop. That part was really great. Um, you want to sell a boat? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, but some of those scenes, like uh, the dream sequences, really pull you out of it. Yes. Anytime they're yes. really talking directly at the camera, like it is a Spike Lee sequence, it just it pulls you out of it. Like the first freestyling scene where they're just like walking down the sidewalk to the truck. I thought that was amazing, but then... Because it's in the construct of the movie, not exactly. this, like, not this abstract dream thought shit, which I don't think it needed. No, I agree. But, but it's, uh, it's, it's it's definitely an interesting movie. It's definitely, yeah. Um, Alright, so let's move on. We are now at the portion of the show where only one of us has seen any of these. Thank God. Um, so let's start with, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Oh boy. Aww. Grab Grab your tissues. Because this movie will rip the tears out of your body. Yeah. It is so beautiful, and it's so good, and I didn't know that much about this man, and I'm happy. The only thing I'll say is, like, if you're waiting to find out that he's, like, actually a fucking creep. Not the case. Like, or he, no, he, he's, he's literally he, just, like, the best person there. Weird, the body's like, buried Fred. <laughs> it's weird. He's just, like, apparently the nicest man who's ever lived. I really want to see this movie. It's it's really, 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 really good. And I was, like, doing a, a tear check, like, 20 minutes in to see, like, is it just me? <laughs> and it was, like, at half about the halfway point of the movie, half the theater was crying. And then by the end of the movie, you heard, like, audible really? sobbing. And I was in an Alamo, so people don't talk there. No, yeah, seriously. All right, that's... but yeah, it was. Uh, it's beautiful. Well, well if voice. you're seeing basketball, they do. No, how was basketball? <laughs> so fucking fun. I mean, I love that movie. How was it at Alamo? It was a party, so we were able to quote. And oh, me and Alex it. quoted throughout the entire film. <laughs> was it a contest to see who could quote the much? Because I assume you two would have won. We would have won, yeah. But we did. Yeah. We got lazy boys. Inflatable lazy boys. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so moving on to uh, Teen Titans, go to the movies. Um, it's it's just a really long episode of Teen Titans to the point where it gets to the end. And you're just like, please. I, this movie's only an hour and like 24 minutes, and I just I was about that's long. I just want it to be over now. Please just end. Um, but it was. It, I mean, if you like the show, it's. And I just found out I do. Yeah, I, I would say like if this was instead of being just one long continuous movie, if this was just like. Four or five episodes, perfect. Um, but is all it, it, is it made in a way that's kind of that you can kind of find fifteen minute breaks? Because I wonder what they do. Like, do they put it on TV and like chop it up? Or I think they probably will. I think they could figure that out. Um, yeah. I, I I feel like the format of Teen Titans Go, you could probably yeah. I, I think they could figure it out. 
Um, there's some really good cameos. Um, mm. Michael Bolton is amazing in this movie. Better than his cameo in Popstar? It's similar to his cameo <laughs> in Popstar, honestly. It's actually okay, say no more, because I'm actually going to see this movie okay. in the theaters. Okay. Uh, there's one other amazing... Ca- well, a lot. Um, Nick Cage finally gets to be Superman. That's, like, well publicized. But uh, Disobedience. Good. Really well done. Um, fantastic performances yeah. all around. Uh, Rachel Weisz and Rachel McAdams are both incredible. Two Rachels. Yeah. Yeah, double Rachel. Um, some really great stuff with a really interesting story and just like told with a very like steady hand and like it's just it's good If you, I mean I don't see award season but it feels okay. like that kind of movie right but it's uh, I, if you have the time and if you're interested it's, it's really really well done uh, what is American Animals because that was another one that movie pass just pushed yeah on. it's it's like a pseudo documentary like they do in in uh interview the real people who went through it, but it's about four college students who try to rob the oh. college's library. And it's it's good. It's a very interesting story, and it, same thing, a lot of good performances, too. Like, the, the kid from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer is oh, the main character, in- who's going to be Yurik Brown in Why the Last Man. Oh. Um, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I, can I see did that. not know that. Yeah. I see that. Um, he's in it, and then who's, what is, and then, uh, uh, the dude who's always playing high school students who's in The Older Brother in Edge of Seventeen and who's in Everybody Wants Some's Good. Justin Long. Yeah. And then I can't remember the other fucking guy. Evan Peters. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> who is... Oh, what's his... Yeah, yeah that dude from uh, the the X-Men movies. He's good. It's, it's, I think it's just... It's well... It's it, interesting and they, they use that framing device very well of like Evan interviewing Peters. the people about it and talking about it. It's it's a it's an interesting little caper of a movie. Um, in darkness, I saw it was really bad. Let's just leave it at that. Um, what is breaking in? And breaking saw in, it? I saw breaking in. It is the um, Gabrielle Union. Oh, I still haven't seen mom. this. It's delightful. I really it's like, want to see it. it it's everything oh. that I wanted skyscraper to be. It's what I wanted truth or dare. It's just stupid fun. Everything that comes out of everyone's mouth is dumb. It's just like. <laughs> It's, but it's delightfully dumb. It's dumb and so fun for it. Is it dumb? It's dumb, okay. but so fun. <laughs> dumb fun. Dumb fun. Fun um, dumb. Okay. Yeah. Dumb I dumb. highly suggest. It's one like if you're having a couple drinks and it and it's on like demand or something or uh, watch it. It's great. I think we're down to the last two. So uh, Russ, eighth grade. Tell me about this because the trailer makes it look awesome. I'm gonna see it tomorrow. Uh, it's awesome. It's really good. It, the, the girl is, she gives a fantastic naturalistic performance. I work in a high school, so that's, those kids are exactly what 8th grade into ninth graders act like, look like. It's, it's just a really good movie, and you will get to catch yourself feeling some of the, like, gross, annoying thoughts that you felt when you were in, like, middle school. And how important like shit was to you. It's it's just really good. I did not think Bo Burnham could make a movie or anything yeah. I like, because um, I don't like him. Yeah, but it is uh, really good. So um, does this like for like Lady Bird was the high school into college movie, and this is kind of like the grade school into high school movie. Is it like have a similar feel to that or vibe to that? No, because uh, this is this is. 
not tell I think Lady Bird was telling a bigger story, if that makes sense. Okay. I think this is very, very, very focused on like a very specific tiny point in time in an eighth grade girl's life. Like like a very I, I don't even think much time passes in the movie. Um but it's it's and it's not as like it's not as quippy funny. It's more like Oh boy, that's awkward. Or oh. holy shit. Oh, like mm-hmm. even the music cues kind of play with like the things that you remember being like extremely awkward. It's it's good. It's a really good time. All right, I really want to see it. Um, and I believe our last movie taking us out of this. Oh my god, it's an hour and forty-one minutes. Uh, yeah, megacast here is unfriended dark web. Which only I saw, yeah. and that is a shame. <laughs> um, so I don't. Has anyone seen Unfriended? No, no. Can't say that I have. Um, Unfriended is hot garbage. <laughs> Possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really dumb. Not even fun. Uh, you know, it's all on Skype or Facebook Messenger in the first one. And there's that's like haunted. This second movie, super dumb, but it looks like Citizen Fucking Kane compared to the first movie. <laughs> Like really? it is, it it's like like it's still completely outlandish, but but there's no more of like this ghost trope. It's like no, there's actually people out there who are watching you on camera right now and listening in on you, and then like deciding whether to murder you. And it's like like oh, this is actually kind of grounded in like I mean it's not, but kind of is way more than because the first one it was like, like supernatural. Yeah, the first one was supernatural. And this, this one, one is, is people. Yeah, that's weird. And and that's why I really like this one. Um, I mean, again, terrible movie, but it's 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 like super fun, and I would actually like borderline recommend this if it wasn't you know entirely within a Skype call and everything. Okay. Okay. Um, but but I, I again horrible, but compared to the first, amazing. Yeah, that we did it. Does it? Oh my oh. god! We keep saying we're not going to wait this long between casts, uh, and this is why. I mean, oh, the, Infinity War is over in the on the TV right now. That's how long we've been podcasting for. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, I, does anyone have any final words on any movies? Anything, Alex? You're about to say oh. something. Uh, no. I mean, yo, uh, it's funny. Like, it's it's a strange year because most of the good blockbusters that I want to see were like done by the end of May. Yeah, <laughs> like by June, it was like oh. There's not much else that it looks good. Um, fucking, I'm probably gonna watch Infinity War after this. <laughs> yeah, totally do it. We just did. Um, there's something big coming out in like two weeks, I think. What's what's still the left Meg. for this year? The Meg. Besides the Meg, there's something else on the 10th, August 10th. Something comes out. Anyone have anything? Um, uh, the Crazy Rich Asians. I I am totally gonna see Crazy Rich Asians. I'm gonna see the Spy Who Dumped Me. Uh, that's that's already playing. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, that, that was in, like, one or two movies last week. Huh, I know. Um, man, there's something big that's coming out on the 10th. Someone look this up while I take us out of here. Oh, Black Klansman. That's what I was thinking of. Um, and Slenderman, the same day. <laughs> and the Meg. Jeez. Um, you can find us on the web, moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter, at moviemoviepc. You know what? But I don't know why. We don't update the site or the Twitter. Do we? Anyone do any of that? I no. might get back into Big Movie Friday soon. Okay, you can look forward to the 100% definitely coming Fake Movie Fridays. <laughs> um, 
from Peter. So go check moviemoviepodcast.com for that this Friday, actually. You should just immediately, after you hear this, check it. And if it's not there, send him some emails. Um, uh, you can uh, you can find us on iTunes, and please rate us uh, by looking for Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. And we have a comedy show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's beautiful The Creek and the Cave. Uh, at 8 p.m., we uh, host a or co-host a variety show uh, with our good friends and stand-ups Nick Maritato uh, and Zach Sims. <laughs> I was. That was not the Zach I was about to say, but, you know, it technically would have still been true uh, a couple years ago. Um, but uh, our next show is August 16th, so come on out. And that is it. Let us end this. Good night and good luck. Chuck. Sure.